Suck at Golf, and let me tell you why. I'm Avery Dovsik, your host of the Why You Suck at Golf podcast. Thanks for joining me back on another episode, and today we have a great one for you because we are talking to Josh Koch. He is a world-long drive hitter. We're going to talk about his training regimen, his program, and how you can hit bombs just like him. But first, let's hear from Anchor. Today on the other line, I have Josh Koch. Josh is currently ranked number 27 in the world for world long drive and teaches people how to hit the ball insanely far and is also a regular golf teaching professional too. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Great. So I know that ranking isn't exactly accurate um, because you won. Do you want to tell us a little bit how that kind of works? Yeah. So with, with COVID uh, they, they froze the world rankings uh, because not everyone was able to attend um, you know, I, the events or, or get into the States. Um, so, uh, but they are going to go back and award me some points at some point once they, once they figured the system out. So technically I'm 27th, but, uh, once I get, get those points that I, uh, that I earned, I'll, I will be a little bit higher. So looking forward to it, looking forward to it. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's kind of crazy how we met in Huntington beach in California and now 2,000 miles away in New York currently. You are at Winged Foot this week for the U.S. Open. Why are you there? What are you up to? Yeah, so uh, actually I had a, a player hit me up uh, trying to pick up a little bit more speed. So we uh, we started working a little bit back in February and had been in touch. And then uh, just our schedules worked out that I was in the area and, and he was playing. So we decided to, uh, you know, meet out there and, and get some working. And uh, let me tell you, the, uh, the course – is uh crazy i have never seen a test of golf as hard as that so yeah the rough is a bit thick i saw <laughs> yeah and, and and not to mention the the fairways are only 20 yards wide so uh you know there's a big dip, a big debate out there do you do you lay back or hit like a fairway wood off the tee to try to keep it in play but you know obviously if you miss the fairway with that you're going to be penalized even more so uh, I was talking to Bryson last night, actually, and he was telling me that he is going to be bombing it everywhere. And because his thinking is uh, if he hits it further down there and he does hit the rough, uh, is, he's going to have a shorter club in. So that's kind of his thinking going to it. And I kind of agree with that. I, I kind of think that's a, a decent approach, um, you know, so it's, it's going to be tough. I don't see anyone finishing under par, in my opinion. Yeah, that's quite the strategy. Uh, I can't wait to see how that plays out for him. But yeah, that's kind of crazy. That's awesome. You got to go up there. How is it being on the ground there? Is it way less crowded? Is there less media with this whole situation? Or do you have anything you can compare it to? Yeah, so it's it's weird. It's kind of uh, eerie out there. Um, they uh, They require a few COVID tests before you even step foot on the property. And then... You know, you, you you'll be walking in, and the players and Tiger Woods w- w- was walking in besides me. So that was uh, that was kind of weird. Uh, I got to watch him play a few holes this morning, and there was literally maybe five people watching him, which you never you never see. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird, but uh, at the same time, if you if you do have access, uh, you you can get a lot closer to some of these stars than you normally would. Yeah, that's a hell of experience. Let's go a little bit and shift gears on long drive and kind of how do you even get into golf and how do you make that transition 
over to long drive. Yeah. So, uh, grew up in a golfing family. So I was swinging, swinging clubs since the age of four, uh, had aspirations of playing, uh, on the PJ tour. Didn't work out. So I eventually got into teaching. And then, uh, as I was studying and, and being mentored by a few different instructors, uh, I took the information that I was learning and started to apply it to myself because I was a big believer that uh, in order to master my craft as a teacher, I had to be able to apply it. Uh, that way I could help other students apply it to themselves. And in that process, I started figuring out or unlocking the code to speed. So, um, and that's where my speed started going up. And eventually, actually, it was kind of a dare. Um, someone someone mm-hmm. kind of dared me to go do one of the qualifiers. And I was always always a little hesitant. I was never really a big fan of long drive. I kind of thought it was uh, kind of the freak shows of golf. And so anyways, <laughs> he, he dragged me to that qualifier. And I, I, did, I did well and uh, got hooked. And that's kind of how everyone in the sport feels uh, after their first time. It's a, it's a adrenaline packed rush that, you know, once you experience it, it's, it's hard to, uh, hard to put down. So, and then I've uh, been in this sport for three years now and uh, got my first win this year. So I was, I was excited to, for that to happen. That's awesome. How fast are you swinging it? Cause I don't think people I've got to see you swing in person, but People don't realize actually how fast it is. How fast have you, what's your fastest recorded swing? Yeah. So on Trackman, uh, 154 miles an hour um, and oh two, 227 gosh. ball speed. So you like triple some old women. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know where they're swinging at. Where are they swinging at? Uh, not a whole lot. I'll be honest, but <laughs> Uh, what does your training look like to produce speed like that? Are you constantly in the gym lifting heavy? You know, do you have a certain diet you're following? Are you going the Bryson DeChambeau route? What are you up to? <laughs> uh, usually I just get a few steroid injections every week and that's good to go. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, perfect. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's a combination of, uh, you know, uh, strength, power in the gym, and then um, a lot of hitting volume. So, um, you know, when I'm doing specific speed work, I'll have two or three days a week where I'm literally hitting 150 to 200 drivers all out as hard as I can, uh, with my track man set up. And <laughs> the, uh, the philosophy around it is literally, uh, whatever number you see, try to top it the next ball. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's, it's very taxing on the body. Um, and, uh, it, we are sore after we hit like that. Did you have a coach help guide you into the long drive world or did you just kind of take your knowledge and use video and track man to guide you through it? Yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I used my knowledge and track man, uh, to kind of get me to where I was, uh, when I entered the sport and then really, um, you know, and when I entered the sport, I was kind of around 142 club at speed. And so there's a prestigious club in long drive where, you know, once you hit 150 to 20, that being club at and ball speed, uh, that you kind of people know you start to taking it to a whole new level. And that's that's where I kind of, uh, you know, was trying to get to in the last two years. And I finally got to it this year. So it took me about two years to gain that that 12 miles an hour of club at speed. In those two years, did you develop any injuries? because you're pushing your body to that extreme? Yeah, for, uh, for the most part, no. I had a minor 
minor little hiccup with my knee this year, but it was nothing serious. Um, and uh, yeah, if anything, you know, that's the, I think a big misperception about the long drive world um, is it is hard on our body, um, but you don't see a lot of guys getting hurt. And um, one of the reasons I would attribute that to is because I think they are using their body so efficiently and it's such a non-resistant swing that it allows the body to kind of do what it wants to do, therefore eliminating, um, you know, injury. Obviously, anytime you're swinging that fast, there's always a risk. But uh, you just don't you don't hear about like the the amount of injuries or, or back injuries in specific that you hear like on the PGA Tour, for example. Um, obviously, they their their sports a little bit different. There's a lot more walking. Uh, it's a little bit more of a marathon versus ours is more of a, a sprint. Um, but yeah, like I said, you, you, you don't hear about the back injuries out there. That is a huge misconception, at least for me. I definitely thought it'd be more injury prone, but that does make sense. And I know when golf courses returned to, you know, being open after this whole pandemic, I was scared to take a full swing at first. Like I was swinging at home, but I was really scared with my driver over the ball. I was like, what if, cause I've dealt with like lower back pain. I was like, what if I just you know, pull something right away, right off the bat. So I definitely eased into it. How did your training look like in the pandemic? Did you have anywhere you could go or did you kind of shut down for a little yeah, bit? Yeah. So, so hitting wise, I was fine. So my, uh, being in Orlando, they, they golf pretty much wasn't affected. Um, I was able to hit on a regular basis. Uh, the course, the range was open. Uh, the gym situation uh, was a struggle. So I actually uh, was fortunate to snag a barbell from uh, one of uh, the gyms. They let me borrow it. So I put that in my garage and I kind of rigged up a a very mediocre uh, setup. You know, it obviously wasn't great, uh, but it, it did keep me moving. It was something. So, but uh, yeah, once once the gyms opened up, got right back to right back to work uh gyms are still open um you know i i think they so in milwaukee during the summers they are requiring masks but they aren't mandatory so <laughs> the law is you got to wear one but they're not enforcing it if you know what i mean so wow yeah i had to do i'm training for a fitness competition and i did i have to do a ton of cardio and masks and cardio are not my friend yeah I swear I drink so much water on the machine because I'm like, oh, an opportunity to pull my mask down, um, yeah, <laughs> which what, is what horrible. Fit, what fitness competition? Um, it's a type of bodybuilding, but it's more like lean bodybuilding. It's part of the NPC. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, so I was supposed to compete in May. Here we are in September after um, many of them have gotten canceled. I have my fingers crossed, hoping that this one doesn't get canceled. Um but yeah, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, best of luck with that. Yeah, thanks. I want to talk about the difference between a PGA event and a long drive event as far as the energy goes. Um, I've attended one, so I know, but how would you best describe the two? Yeah, so uh, long drive is a high octane, high energy, adrenaline packed event where uh you know, you got the fans drinking and, and yelling and screaming, which is actually encouraged. We want that because, uh, you know, obviously the more we get our adrenaline going, the faster we swing it and the faster you and the further you hit it. Um, yeah. And that's one of the things like, you know, I think 
looking back at, um, you know, when I was trying to play professional golf versus long drive, um, I think naturally I'm a little bit more of a high adrenaline guy, you know, uh, and I think that's that feeds more into the long drive mentality, whereas it kind of hurt me in the world of golf because, you know, you, you have to be really sort of steady um, and, and not really get too high or too low because you, you had you have to sustain the the 18 holes or the duration of the round um, versus mm. with long drive I could basically go out and, and just let it go and uh, it, it plays to my advantage so if that makes sense oh it makes complete sense absolutely do your do you guys talk smack with the other competitors or is it pretty uh, professional uh I mean for the most part I mean the, the biggest thing is like, and I don't think it's uh, particularly directed at potential competitors, but when you do hit a good one and you scream at it, there is an element of that that kind of messes with, or triggers, you know, some reactions in in your competitors. It's it's not frowned upon, but it's kind of like if you yell at a ball, you better make sure that ball is. Uh, gonna win because uh, like for example this last week and I lost in the quarterfinals to Justin James who went on to win the event and I hit a ball that I thought I mean it was the best ball of my day and I kind of yelled at it and was all pumped up and it came back 10 yards short (laughs) so Uh, I kind of I kind of laughed at Justin it was it was a little bit embarrassing but kind of in a way of just laughing at myself uh, for for yelling at it and then it getting called back short but yeah it's for the most part, um, you know, yes, you do want we do want to rip each other's heads off out there, but it's it's pretty cordial, I think. Is it a pretty big community, or would you call it small? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a good question. Um, you know, it's I don't know how to answer that. I mean, it's 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 small in a sense that um, you know everyone kind of knows everyone. Um, but it's big in a sense that that basically spans across the globe. So, uh, you know, the guys in Australia are, I know pretty much all the Australian competitors, uh, or all the European competitors, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to switch gears a little bit and I kind of want to talk about your new platform you've created. Want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so uh, hitbombs.com is the uh, is <laughs> the domain. That. Very fitting, right? Um, yes. So I, I purchased that domain. Right now it's uh, redirecting to my actual normal website. Hitbombs.com is a little bit catchier than joshkoshgolf.com, but you could go to either. And basically what I did was I, I took um, my process to acquiring speed and laid it out into a step-by-step blueprint that allows people to kind of work through the same steps that I did uh, to basically help themselves get better. And it's not just about speed. There's an element of just being able to move more efficiently that allows you to actually play better golf. Um, Along with that, I do FaceTime lessons on there. um, And I also have my actual training schedule on there. So uh, that's something that I think you were kind of asking about it. Uh, I get asked all the time is, is how do you train? And, uh, so what I did was I took my workout program and it is the exact program that I'm following and I put it on there every month. So that allows people who 
want to kind of follow along to uh, to to do so. Is this directed at either gender or um, primarily male? Yeah, it's it's either gender. I mean, the the stuff I do in the gym is um, I don't want to say it's it's not the traditional like deadlift, squat, bench. It's it's very functional uh, in the sense that. Um, you know, anyone could do it. You know, there isn't, like I said, there is an element of strength. It's, I wouldn't necessarily call it a bodybuilding workout. Um, mm-hmm. but as far as a functional training, um, program that, you know, implements a lot of components of strength and, and flexibility and mobility all into one program. Um, that's, that's kind of, uh, the way that it's, it's built. And, uh, you know, my mentality is, you know, I want, to obviously get stronger. Um, but also I want to make sure that I'm doing things for the long run and making sure that I'm taking care of my body in the best way possible. Yeah, that's fantastic. I think I love the domain. I think that's incredible. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Well, as a teaching professional, I have to ask, why do you think that most people suck at golf? Oh, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you could probably throw a list of things at, at that. Um, but I think the, the big thing is just the, the lack of awareness that they have, um, you know, in terms of being able to kind of control their body and understanding where the club is relative to the ball and also relative to the ground. So I think that's the biggest thing is I think that it's just such a foreign movement uh, it's a stationary movement in the sense that uh, the ball is not moving or coming at you like most sports, which uh, would obviously incentivize you to react. Uh, with golf, it's staying still. So once you know you get people set up over it, it's like, all right, well, wh- where do we go from now? Uh, and I think that's that's one of the hardest parts to it, um, in my opinion. I think after this pandemic, a lot of athletes have taken up the sport because it was one of the first sports that was allowed to be played. I think a lot of people are coming with the issue of that is wait, this ball's staying still. What? Yeah. How do we deal with it? Yeah. And you'd think it'd be easier, but I, you know, it, in my opinion, it leaves more, more room for the brain to get in the way, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So you're at winged foot obviously this week, but what's up next for you on your schedule? Yeah, so I got a couple of golf schools. Uh, actually, I am uh, going head-to-head this Saturday with uh, the reigning world champion, world number one, Mr. Kyle Berkshire. We are going uh, doing a hitting expo in Washington, D.C. at uh, Laurel, Laurel Hill Golf Club. Uh, so basically, uh, we're going to do a little clinic, and then we're going to basically go for all-out speed. So the goal is... Uh, we do want to try to touch 230. That That is our goal. Now, that is dependent on what golf balls we'll actually get for the event. If we get the uh, old golf balls that we were hitting last year on the World Long Drive Tour, uh, we should be able to get very close, uh, if not touch 230. Um, but that is the big question mark. Uh, this year's ball is about two to three miles an hour slower than last year's, um, but it flies a little bit better. It's a little less spinny, so in the end, it will go a little bit further. He's based out of Florida too, correct? He is actually uh, in Baltimore. So, uh, and then he spent some time in North Carolina. There's a, um, a long drive coach 
in North Carolina that has a little facility. And so he, uh, he spends his summers or most of the warm months there prepping for the season, but he, uh, he is in Baltimore. I know he does occasionally, uh, jet set down to Florida, but, um, yeah, yeah, but it should be fun where I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we, uh, we will film it. We're going to, uh, put it on, uh, probably my YouTube page. Uh, we might put on his as well. I'm not sure. Well, best of luck to you. I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. All awesome stuff. Thank you so much for coming on and discussing all things long drive, your journey, your cool little platform with the best domain ever. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I hope to see you climb even higher in the rankings, especially as it updates and all these competitions continue to return. But Thank you again. It was a ton of fun. Yeah, yeah, and I'll have to uh, I'll have to get you a little hitbombs.com hat that you can flaunt around your bodybuilding competitions. Absolutely, please. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> They'd be like, "What is the wait? A golfer's here? I gotta go." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, thanks for having me, and uh, I look forward to seeing you soon. Yes, enjoy the U.S. Open. I'm very jealous. I'm just a hop, skip, and a jump away. I wish I was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, talk to you soon. Bye. Hitbombs.com. I love that domain so much. Such a lovely guest on the show, and it was awesome to hear about the World Long Drive and how he trains and how he fuels his body. I think it's awesome because we constantly talk about the PGA Tour and the Corn Ferry Tour, but we don't really narrow in as much on the World Long Drive side of things, so I thought it was awesome to hear about. But thanks for tuning in to another episode of Why You Suck at Golf. You can find me on social media at Avery underscore Dovsek. That is A-V-E-R-E-E underscore d-o-v-s-e-k if you enjoyed this episode please rate me five stars and we'll see you on the next one bye guys oh, oh, oh.